Get Up with Mitchell and Michael. On Hit 96.1. Good morning, everybody. My name is Mitchell and this is Michael Ross. Good morning, everyone. And welcome uh, to the Mitchell and Michael show. We have the panic buying of the radio industry. We don't make any sense, but we're not going anywhere anytime soon. And you wish you could give us back. <laughs> but you can't because no. you went all in. So this will be worth it. <laughs> it's not. Did you see there's a guy in the States who yeah. bought up like heaps of hand sanitizer. Yeah. They reckon like thousands of bottles. Yeah. And in the end, he was going to like sell them and they've like forced him to donate them. Really? It forced them to give them You know what I've noticed? I probably have a problem on the weekends because when I put hand sanitizer on and I smell the alcohol, I'm like, oh. (laughs) And I think there's an issue there. (laughs) Lick your head there. But no, super safe. Uh, And I'm I'm back. So, you know, if you missed yesterday's show, you're probably scared. (laughs) (laughs) Well, before we dive into coronavirus, I think it's important to, you know, Remember, there's a lot more going on. Your your day-to-day lives don't have to, like, stall. And if anything, you can take this activity and do more of it during self-isolation. Yes. It's time to expand your mind with the power of books. Oh, (laughs) I'd rather catch it. (laughs) No, you'll like this book. I'm going to tell you the top-selling books right now. Magazines. And you're going to to love number one. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right, before we go into that, uh, like I was saying, I did miss the show yesterday. Yes. Uh, Some people are worried because when you take a day off in this day and age, in this time, there's a little... uh, there's some people that are worried. Uh, you're sitting a little bit further away from me. Uh, I'm just... I'm going to clear it up. I've ordered a Perspex, like, sheet that is going to go between us. But unless you can look, alleviate my fears. Look, and you know if I was sick, I'd still come to work. But basically, I'll put it like this. Do I have coronavirus? Possibly. Next. Hit <laughs> 96.1. It's 6.08 at 8.15 this morning, another Limestone Coast review. That's where I review towns of the region. Went on a little bit of a journey this weekend. Mitch? Where'd you go? uh, I'll tell you after 8 o'clock. But I, in fact, left the state. And maybe I brought back a little bit of the old... (laughs) Speaking of the old... I uh, missed yesterday's show. You did. Uh, I had many people worried, uh, not just because the quality of the show was down, but <laughs> they think maybe... That the, was most of the calls I got. <laughs> the quality of the air may have been uh, down as well. Uh, first off, uh, how did the show go yesterday? Because I did send you a message at about 4.45 a.m. No, I, I, I do think it was like a... It was a decent show. We kept you up to date on... It was mostly coronavirus news. Was it? Uh, we did get a call from uh, someone who was accidentally listening to Friday's show on the catch-up oh, and, yeah. and called because we asked for toilet paper on Friday's show, do a trade. They called... To still do a trade. Really? Yeah, they wanted $70. And I said, <laughs> I said no. <laughs> and then they good. went, oh, sorry, I was listening to the wrong day. Uh, but it was great. It good. was, still, it was I'm, still good. I'm glad, I'm glad I could leave you in charge there. <laughs> uh, but no, I woke up uh, feeling the ill. 
Uh, and then I went to the doctors because I wanted to know, obviously, what was happening. Well, yes, that's good. Uh, Taking the proactive approach. Yes. Now, I can confirm uh, after many coughs, can you give me a little drone? Because this is this could be a radio first. I can confirm that I missed yesterday's show because of food poisoning. Food po- what? Yeah, food no, poisoning. I ate like a bad nugget. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, a I don't bad have any nugget? food in my house, so I've been eating like like I ate like a reheated frozen chicken nugget. How old was the nugget? I don't though? know, mate. It was frozen. Doesn't it last forever normally? Like <laughs> no one knows. But because of the panic buyers, I had to eat a chicken nugget I found in the fridge that was reheated. That was half eaten by a four year old once upon a time. Then saved it, reheated it, ate it again, got sick. What are you feeding that child? <laughs> Mate, I can barely eat, okay? If she keeps going and this goes any further, I'll eat a four-year-old, okay? I'm that, <laughs> I'm, that, I'm that close, right? But I did go to the doctors. Yes. Okay? That was fine. Yep. Food poisoning. He went, yep. How did they check you? They didn't. They just asked, and I, it's so feel? busy, I just told them what I had, and they said, okay, and they gave me a note. However, yeah. after leaving the doctors, they all seemed pretty sick. <laughs> so, Stay gone, tuned. Got in, come out. More on it next. Because if you're wondering, what do I do when I'm isolated? Well, I've got the info for you. Twenty-six point one. It's six twenty-three. Green Day holiday. We've got new sport weather on the way. And in what's trending this morning, uh, Mitch Tom Hanks is still in isolation. Yep. Uh, but he's been joined by other celebrities. Oh, no. But who has coronavirus? We'll find out in about five minutes' time. Though, if you are in isolation, like a Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. then what do you do? You know, you, you can watch TV, I guess. But then what, are you, yeah. what sport are you going to watch? Well, that's the thing. If you're watching KO, it's like, there's nothing on. <laughs> and what do I do? Well, maybe we go old school. Maybe we pick up a book. Yuck. Did you know that, like, What's one... A book? One in three adults has not read a book in full for five years. I'll make it ten. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought, now's the time to get back on, expand your mind, mm-hmm. and let's have a look at some of the top-selling books in the world right now, and just to see if you would be interested in picking up a copy Can I drop, s- drop some knowledgeable references? Uh, sure. Is it 1914? What's the George Orwell one? 1984. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> one number wrong. <laughs> 1984 is coming in at number six. Oh, I to read that in English. It's about dystopian. That's the thing. Basically what's happening right now. Yeah, in a way. <laughs> uh, but why is that so high? I think that's only because of high school. Yeah. Same with To Kill a Mockingbird exactly. is number 10. Yeah. You're not reading those really in your spare time. No. You've got Game of Thrones is in there, which... Are you counting all of them? They're just counting the first one, because oh, okay. only the first book is called Game of Thrones. Oh. Yeah. That one just also seems like a popularity buy. Yeah. Because like, even I have that, and I haven't read it. Like, it's like a Christmas present. You've bought, like, they like the DVDs. You're like, oh, I'll get them the book. Okay, top three. Yep. Will you get any of these three? Is one of them Clifford the Big Red Dog? Uh, let me just... <laughs> no, but there is uh, Encyclopedia Prehistorica Dinosaurs. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, that's number four. Encyclopedia? <laughs> yeah, but of just dinosaurs. Just like, <laughs> wow, look, mum, it's a brontosaurus. That's awesome. <laughs> number three. Yeah. Uh, Scratch and Sniff Book of Weed. <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> like uh, By Seth Matlins and Eve Epstein. A like, Scratch and Sniff Book of Weed. Like, we're talking like... 
like weed, like garden weed? No. We <laughs> well, they might be in your garden. Uh, but, uh, Ed, I bet Epstein didn't write it himself. <laughs> Number two. Yep. Uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows. That's oh, the final. Classic. Why is the final one still the second highest selling book in. Because you want to know what happened. That's actually a good point. Shouldn't the most be the first? Yeah, and then go, like, I'm on then, board, I'm not. Yeah. Why would you skip to the <laughs> end? Anyway. I watched the sixth movie and then I moved on to the seventh book. Number one, here we go. The number one book. So if you're interested in a book, then you know, And you will be. It's Kama Sutra. <laughs> really? Yeah. The Modern Kama Sutra by Kamini Thomas is the number one selling book right now. Jeez. So, yeah, if you're uh, self-isolating, get a copy of that. Where do you get it from? All uh, good books. All good ones. You know the good ones. And <laughs> you spawn weather next. Hit 96.1, a double shot there of the weekend and major laser Justin Bieber. Now, at 7 o'clock this morning, life continues. We must push on with our vote for naming the old town hall clock. Yeah. Our first, uh, our first campaign ad for one of the candidates is in, and I think many people in the region are going to love it. 7 o'clock this morning. Stick around for that. Mitch, you're... You're back. Welcome back, first of all. Yes, I did have a day off sick yesterday. Uh, it was food poisoning, uh, not the other thing. Whereas I think that maybe you're lying. I think that you found... <coughs> Excuse me? I think you found the cure. I think you have have seen it in action. I think you found the cure and you are just keeping it a secret. Yes, there was news that came out that it could have been copious amounts of alcohol. Uh, that is not true. <laughs> That's what my wife believed. <laughs> She's like, he does not have food poisoning. He is severely hungover. <laughs> no, I've never. Our job is our job is too easy. I would like people have said that to me, and it's like, do you understand how easy this job is? You show up, you talk, you go home. If you can't do that, you're dead. Whereas I think I think that you found this cure because mm-hmm. this cure is available available for you online now. For coronavirus, you can be cured. You can be cured in seconds. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We're going to cure you too by sharing it with you. Put your hand on that television set. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. And by his stripes, I am healed now. I'm not the sick trying to get healed. I'm the healed and the devil's trying to give me the flu. (laughs) (laughs) Damn you, devil. That is Kenneth Copeland. I did see that. Was Uh, that some sort of chaplain dude? Yeah, so he's a televangelist, which is like a television preacher from the States. And yet, just as as easy as that, you are now now healed because he's stopped the devil from giving you the flu. It's a good one because the... The the death rate isn't as high as other stuff, is it? No, it's not. So he's probably he's running a good percentage yeah, there of people like, going. It's probably that dude. And the uh, Greek Orthodox Church in Australia as well. Yeah. Uh, they reckon that they're all sorted because they're like, oh, oh, wine. Our communion wine cannot carry disease. So drink up, oh, guys. Head to the head to a <laughs> glenty near you. Zorba that. <laughs> Zorba it away. Get up with Mitchell and Michael. 96.1, it's 7.08. After 8 o'clock this morning, Mr. <laughs> Big Shot over here is back on the show. Yeah. Mr. Did you have coronavirus? No, you didn't. But you might have something else that changes your status in the Limestone Coast. I want to I find out if you if you actually bought it, mate. If you, 
I don't know the facts yet. So this weekend, you were going to get something that was going to make you the man about town. I, for the life of me, have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you need a new car. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, more on that after 8 o'clock this morning. Is Mitchell's car making him Mr. Big Shot? No idea. <laughs> now, we press on, even though the world is falling apart. Yeah, look, there could be a worldwide, obviously, pandemic. It, it's been declared. But there's more important things. Absolutely. What do we call the old town hall clock? We started it last week. Yes. We need to continue it. And I don't care if it's the last thing we ever do, not as a show, but as a human race. (laughs) We will figure out a name for this clock. Now, you have sent in your suggestions. We've taken the most popular ones and put together the ballot paper. We've got Little Bill, like Big Ben, but our version. He's smaller. And he's Bill, like Bill and Ben, the tower yeah. clock man. We've got Mr. Wolf, so you can say, what's the time, Mr. Wolf? A late contender, Dwayne the Clock Johnson. Which is a, a real good one. Uh, we've got Clocklin. It's, that's one of my personal favourites, <laughs> uh, probably because I came up with it. It's like Lachlan and it's a clock. And this morning, we've now got the first campaign underway for the first name on the ballot paper. I think this this ad, you know, it was it was crafted by a crack team of like political analysts. Probably was if it was here. And they know what will speak to the limestone coast. And if you want to vote one, Alan Clock, then listen to this. A legend of the limestone coast. A mountain of a man from Mount Gambia. He did so much for this wonderful town. Archibald Alan Scott, businessman, Order of Australia winner, and now, clock. Alan Scott did so much for this town. It inspires me every day to be a better and better person. Vote one, Alan Clock. As every day, Alan will stand above us, ringing on time. And the famous words of Mark Choco Williams, Alan Scott... You were wrong. Well, Alan Clock, you're always right. On time. (laughs) (laughs) Vote one, Alan Clock. Yes, named after the great Alan Scott, uh, Mount Gambia sort of legend. Uh, Yeah, did you know that in the 2004 AFL Grand Final, the coach, Mark Williams of Port Adelaide, said, Alan Scott, you were wrong. But you know what? Our clock rings on time, so he'll forever be right. I think that's a good one. In 96.1. Stay tuned every day as we go through the different campaigns of your candidates that you get to vote on for the naming of the clock. That's right. Every day. <laughs> it's Mitchell and Michael here, 96.1. 96.1. It's 8.12. Coming up after 8.30 this morning, Mr. Big Shot over here. Has he gotten the car of his dreams? We've been waiting for this for months now after you mm-hmm. rode off your car, accidentally hitting a roo. Yep. And we'll find out after 8.30 this morning, is Mr. Big Shot here to stay? I'll tell you what, it was an accident, but the amount of time I've been off the road, don't feel as bad about it now. Michael <laughs> Ross, uh, moving on. Coronavirus, obviously sweeping the nation, ah, yes. the world. Probably even people on the moon or the Mars. I'm sure I'll get there as well. Do you think they're already there? <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think it's getting there too. Matt Damon up there. And you know what they're saying? You know what it can't stop? What? Love. No? No, well, it can. You can. It actually yeah. can. And it has. Uh, you have a uh, a gig, your first ever paid gig as a musician. 
uh, the career that is starting to rival your radio one, uh, where you were, yeah, going to perform at this event. Yeah. And I regret to inform you that as your manager, I have been informed that that event has been cancelled. Hang on, that event was, you mentioned love, was a wedding. Yes, was my sister's wedding. Oh, no. Uh, what, did, s- what did he do? What did Lewis do? Ah, smart forward old, Lewis Thomas. Yes, ex-Mount Gambia pioneer, smart forward Lewis Thomas, uh, who never won a championship but did win a more impressive trophy, which was my sister. <laughs> uh, he was going to wed her uh, on Easter What's he done? weekend. Uh, Has no, he jilted her? You know what he's done? What? Been Scottish or British. <laughs> Well, he's one of them. <laughs> he has a lot of family from the United Kingdom right? Uh, who are going to have to unite together and stay there because they can't fly over for the wedding. Oh, they can't Brexit. No, they can't Brexit. <laughs> they can't come over because they'll have to be quarantined for 14 days. Oh, they can't take They can't take three weeks? 14, you know, 14 for quarantine and then a week for the wedding? I know. Bit rude. But yeah, they, they cannot. So the wedding is off. And Done. I know that you, although I'm sad that my sister does not finally get to get married, I feel like the bigger concern for you is that you cannot play. Now, I did have to break it to the band, and that was what they were most disappointed about. That my sister couldn't get married? No, that we couldn't play. Oh. Uh, they don't. They don't care. They don't know your sister. Uh, but they were really looking forward to playing at her wedding, mm-hmm. and it's been has it been postponed or is it uh, as he gone as Lewis said to her this look, virus now you you has know between us. you know in my relationship look the wedding's been postponed to December okay now their relationship seems like it would make it that far but just just be honest with me yeah if I told you yeah that an event with me and my girlfriend mm-hmm. was postponed till, <laughs> till December. So you can't even say it was great. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. You wouldn't have even made it to April 10th. I don't even know day. if she'll be there when I get home. <laughs> 96.1, it's 8.22. Justin Bieber there and Quavo. Is it? I think it's Quavo. Ah, <laughs> uh, Mitch. <laughs> I went on a bit of a journey this weekend. Uh, yes, it's time for a Limestone Coast review. That's where I travel out amongst the people, the region, and give you my honest thoughts, an honest rating out of 10 of what I think of these towns. Now, this weekend I head across the border. I made a little day trip of it to Warrnambool. Ugh. Warrnambool, Victoria. Okay, and let me... Let me read you my review. I always make a little write-up, chuck that on the Facebook page. Warrnambool, Victoria, is a beautiful city, a couple of hours from the limestone coast. It has the luxuries of a bigger town while still maintaining that beachside lifestyle. And that's exactly what it feels like. It's a, it's a really delightful place. Have you been to Warrnambool, Mitch? Uh, yes, I think once. You get to go through like Port Ferry as well, which is also a really nice place. But look at the look at the pros of Warrnambool. It's got heaps of places to eat. I was actually really amazed. I thought that Mount Gambia has a lot of places to eat. You do not know. Warrnambool is out of control. Isn't Warrnambool bigger? It is bigger. I think maybe five to ten thousand people bigger. So yes, it is bigger. But I feel like even then. There were so many places. And then the menus in the places were huge. They love, they love food in Warrnambool. It's a very foodie culture. It has a train station. Oh, That's pretty good. We have a railway land. We have a railway land, but we don't have anywhere for the railway trades to go. No. Nope. No, they don't arrive here anymore. They still go to Warrnambool. You can jump on a train and get all the way to Melbourne on the one oh. line. How good is that? And 
This one surprised me, and I hope our bosses aren't listening. The radio. The radio in Warrnambool is really good. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you would really enjoy it, mate. It's, really? It's really good. Like, like the announcers are better? Or? No, no. They're, they're much worse. Oh, really? <laughs> no offense, guys. Uh but yeah, the like the, the the variety of the music, and they've even got footy. That's amazing. Uh, now the cons. Okay, the cons of Warnable. Yep, it's not on the Limestone Coast, so you automatically lose points. Yep. in these reviews, if you're not okay. on Limestone Coast, uh, no one can drive properly in Victoria. Why not? They were doing my head in. If you're turning left, and there is a like you know those indent like a slip lane. Yeah. Designed specifically for you to turn left and allow the highway to keep going. Yeah. Go into that lane. They they refused to use it. They would crawl to a halt in the highway lane and then cross a like go across the indent. Oh. Just use it. Why can't you drive properly, Victorians? Okay. I thought South Australia was so much better. Yep. Another con. Uh it made me through all of this, it made me realise that I was enjoying it more than my home of Mount Gambia. I was enjoying the the look of the town, the food. Are you saying that you like Warrnambool better than I Mount like Gambia? it better, and so it loses points for that because it makes me feel dirty for liking the town and the radio better. I've betrayed my own people while in Warrnambool. Oh. Seven out of ten. I felt dirty but loved it. <laughs> What's... I think that's insulting. What is you don't like Mount Gambia. I'm just saying, I like Warrnambool more, but they've lost points for making me feel that way. You know what? We're going to go to a new sport. It's like up. a prettier girl. No. You, no. <laughs> okay. So I'm sorry. Keep talking. I knew that would get, I knew that'd get speak, your attention. Speak my language. Yeah, Continue this analogy. If you need to understand, it's like a prettier girl mm-hmm. who you talk to, mm-hmm. and you were like, why did I enjoy talking to them more? This makes me concerned. <laughs> You just got married. <laughs> I know. Now, on the other side of New Sport Weather, we're coming back. You're doing a review of Mount Gambia. It can't be better than 7 out of 10. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm one. sorry. It can't be better than 7 you're out of 10. You're doing one that's disrespectful. You treat your wife better. I felt dirty, like. loving it so much. 7 out of 10, Warrnambool. It's Mitchell and Michael here, 96.1. 26.1, it's 8.46, a double shot there of the Chainsmokers and Pitbull. Head into Subway for the new delicious snack range, starting from just $2. Can you tell everyone your hack just then for the panic buying, which is almost just to last outlast everyone? If you can just wait it out, surely everyone <laughs> then is stocked up. The stores the stores are telling us that there's just a stock shortage, yeah. but not like a product Like a funnel. Shortage. Yeah, so it's like it's going to come through the funnel. So you're just so you waiting just for wait. everyone to buy everything, and then you're just going to stroll just on in. Couple takes a pick of whatever you want because they'll already be stocked <laughs> up. Dolmio, homebrew, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Now that's, that's how we respond to any situation. Is just like she'll be right. We'll figure it out. Now Mitchell Tinley. Yeah, I need to ask an important question. Yes. If I go outside today into mm-hmm. the car park, am I going to see you? With the top down, reverse it out in a brand new convertible. 
Mr. Look, Big Shot. Look, uh, there's been a lot of speculation of this uh, since I recently wrote off my car, ooh, nearly about six weeks ago, because I hit a kangaroo by accident. accident. Uh, I then had garnered, I'd panic bought my money, stockpiled my money. Yeah. So I was ready to buy a vehicle. I said last week on the show, I said I had seen a convertible yeah. that I liked. Look, is a convertible <laughs> the most manly car in the world? No. But could I make it? Maybe I could bring it back. You know, I can confirm with you that I did not buy a second oh, medal. Nope, didn't. So, not missed nope. a big shot. Nope, no big shot. Did you, have you bought a car at all yet? Still mm. on the hunt. Yep. So nothing. So no, we won't get to see Mitchell Tinley cruising down Commercial Street, scarf flapping in the wind. Cruising down Commercial Street in my six fault. Uh, no, <laughs> I do not. Still yet, do not have a car. Oh, poor Mitchell. I don't know what to do. Do I just wait it out? Because the end of the world is coming, right? Are people panic buying cars? Mm. Or selling cars quickly to get money to then go and panic buy supplies? Maybe you'll get a bargain. That's a good point. Do I just wait it out? I should just wait it out. You probably just wait it out. I just wait it out. Hit 96.1. Get on up. Get up with Mitchell and Michael. On Hit 96.1.